presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man, it's the compassion, it's the it's the dignity, it's the wisdom, it's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> Thanks. So. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Oh, the three. The high schools. Hustle's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Make sure I tell you a story after, by the way. I love stories. Yeah, off-air story. story. Off-air story. Off-air story. Oh. Hey, oh, you want to hear a story, though? My dad and I, we were out to dinner at a restaurant. By the way, you were spot on right. Did it work out okay? No, you were spot on right. You see how it? I described there, it? Yep, exactly. There's no gray area. <laughs> there was no gray area. You were spot on right, by the way. So, yeah, I'll, yeah. Okay. Anyways, right. my, yeah. my dad, so I last Sunday when I saw my dad, and I love my dad to death. He's been so supportive of me here on the radio station, uh, and I didn't know he listened to us. I really didn't know he listened to us because I never hear him be like, hey, it was a good show, or hey, what'd you think about this? He never said anything until last Sunday. He's like, yeah, listen, Audra, usually argue with Eric about something, and he just like deadpan face said it. Like, there was no excitement of like, oh, hey, it's a funny argument. It was like, I'm... Almost like he's sick of me arguing all the time. Oh, and then yesterday's like, <laughs> had to listen to AJ, you know, whine about not getting invited to a cookout. And I was like, Dad, come on. <laughs> like, you got to be hearing more than five minutes of my show. So what we need to do, Eric, is my dad is probably getting off of work right now as we speak and is probably getting into his truck in about the next 30 seconds. We have to talk sports for the next 30 seconds so he knows that. Is he the one that always texts us and gets after us when we don't talk sports then? No, no, no. Is that his number? No, no. He'd be a lot. My dad would never text into the show because he knows. I'd be like, well, my dad's texting in right now and he'd be upset. He's the uh, he's a big guy on uh, in the Valley, so he uh, needs to keep his uh, profile low. <laughs> I don't know his number. I, I wouldn't recognize Yeah, his but number. I would. I would be like, oh, look, it's my dad. Hey, dad. What are you saying now? Uh, <laughs> so we were handing out some postseason awards in the NBA. Yep. Uh, and if you want to continue to chime in on that, I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts on th- those. Uh, will be handed out over the next couple of weeks throughout the uh, the NBA playoffs. MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Sixth Man, Most Improved. Uh, you and I agreed on a couple of these. We were had some different votes on a few others. But... Um, and we've also had some interesting other uh, nominations for postseason awards that aren't uh, official NBA awards, but entertaining nonetheless. But the uh, five zero eight zero is one of those. Coach of the year, Frank Vogel. He found a way to get out of his contract in that dumpster fire down in L.A. <laughs> okay, uh, it was yeah, it was a mess. 
it was a mess. That's an understatement. Yeah. I just love, like, when the Bleacher Report comes out of the first of the year, who's beating this team in seven games. And everybody else, like, all the fans are like, uh, we are. No, we are. No, we'll beat them. We'll beat them in four. You don't have to worry about it because they're not even in the playoffs. Um, um, by the way, uh, speaking of the Lakers, I guess the L.A. Times uh, has uh, reported recently that uh, um, Quinn Snyder, his uh, interest level in the uh, L.A. job <laughs> yeah, this is great. has uh, diminished greatly after the way Frank Vogel was treated. What do you, hey, what do you think of the – and I wish we could you know, talk to Tony Jones or somebody, but – what do you think the genuine level interest from Quinn Snyder was of the Lakers compared to San Antonio? Well, look, his memory of being in L.A. was with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So he had a strong all-star to work with, um, and they still – they weren't necessarily super successful years. Those were the tail end of uh, Kobe's career. But um, he had a strong all-star there, uh, you know, generational talent. Um, it still had pretty good front office, and uh, he was on that. Uh, he was an assistant there, so his time there was was short. But while he was there, it really wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And so, in his in his personal connection to the organization, it was a it was a pretty probably pretty good warm memory of uh, somewhere on his path of being a coach, an assistant coach. But if if I'm Quinn Snyder, I'm looking at what's going on there from leadership to ownership to personnel, and I, why would I want to walk into that? I, I get it. Some people want to walk into those situations feeling like it's broken. I can come in and fix it, and I can be the hero. Right? They they see it as an opportunity. But at the same time, that's a that's a pretty tricky destination. That if it's not done right. I mean, there's a few guys that go through there that have been able to bounce back after yeah. having a bad experience. Yep, absolutely. I mean, look and, at some of the guys who were there who had bad experiences, and where are they now? But and, and and look at the organization, pun intended, of the Spurs organization, right? No drama, no sellouts, no gossip. It is just straight and pure basketball. And I think Quinn would love it there because it is all just pure basketball and I, I also I mean the relationship with Greg Popovich and I'm sure Popovich is putting a good word um, for for coach Snyder to be a, a, to be the head coach of the organization uh, he was G League coach of the Spurs or I guess of the Spurs G League um, and did really well really really well and I, I think Quinn would fit great there if if he were to leave I think that's his probably his number one destination well Quinn Snyder has been in Utah for eight years Right, he's taken a team to the playoffs six of those years. So he's had a he's had a very successful run at Utah, and it stands to reason that he would be a sought after coach. But uh, according to Mark Stein, the Jazz want to extend Quinn Snyder. He's not on any kind of a hot seat, and they want to extend his contract. Part of that may also be because they know he's a hot commodity, and they want to be able to get. You know, keep him around, but it's all on. You know, does he feel like he can continue to succeed and get the team to the next level? If he keeps 
having these early round exits and he doesn't get to the even the conference finals, then maybe he sees that, look, I can only do so much in Utah. And I need yeah, to go somewhere else. You want to be able to be in a situation where you can improve at all times. Um, I don't know if the Spurs get there as quick as the Jazz are right now. But I think there's a chance for potential. That's the thing is, Eric, you you would leave an organization that's already built for the playoffs for a team that is trying to get to where the Jazz are. How quick they can get there, what your draft situation is like, what your budget situation is like for the team, I don't know. But uh, Yeah, that's true. I mean, this, the Spurs, yeah, they had a great run there with Tim Duncan, yeah. Tony Parker, uh, and then they did it again when they had Kawhi Leonard for a minute. But after Kawhi Leonard left, they really haven't been a very good team. Yeah, yeah. they qualified for the playoffs at the 10 seed, and they had to fight to get into that. The last few years, San Antonio Spurs have not been a great team. Yep, I would agree. The Jazz have been. So why would you leave that? Why would you leave a good good program, strong young ownership, NBA playoff you know, team and, and roster to go somewhere that is just still trying to develop young talent. Text line Unless up. that's where he's best. Yeah, exactly. If he's best at developing and getting them somewhere and preparing them to go to the next level but can't get them to the next level, if that's just all he is, then maybe that's what he does. Yeah, I mean, and that's, yeah. 4474, Ajay, this is your daddy. Keep up the good work, son. That's not my dad. <laughs> You're not my daddy. Uh, two one two two teams with the most drama this season: Lakers, Nets, Jazz. I'll put. Uh, that's I would put actually, the Philadelphia 76ers. No, I'd the put Jazz. them below the Jazz. Oh, what? Are you kidding the me? Ben Simmons stuff. Dude, all year? Oh, dude, the whole and entire the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Harden? Gobert. If they like each other, if Quinn Snyder's leaving. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, I put Philadelphia. Ahead. Jazz above the Sixers. I like that. That that list looks good to me. Five eight seven nine. Yeah, but could we? Or but would we? I can't read. Eric, help. Go. Yeah, but would we get, I'm going to say, mad at Quinn Snyder when he was unable to make a defensive rotation change against the Clippers last year, and that is why we lost? Yes, true. There was a lack of adjustments being ran in circles by Tyrone Liu. Yes, I would agree. Who would you want to be the coach of the Utah Jazz? Should we wait until after the season's over to have that conversation? Yeah, I, I think it's a fruitless discussion until we know how things play out. Uh, 7854. Classic AJ line. There's a chance for potential. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Also, how long is Jazz <laughs> Management uh, happy with getting to the playoffs but not making it past I the second round? All. What did he ask? I didn't even read it. How long is Jazz Management happy with getting to the playoffs but not making it past the second round? Um. Well, they've been happy with that for about five years now, so I don't know. It's a new management, by the way. I mean, Danny Ainge is in the house now, and Ryan Smith's here, so I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Well, And Zanuck has been in his current role for two years? He yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of time in that role either. Yeah. So it is a relatively new front office with some changes that have happened. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But the patience is probably starting to wear a little thin. Uh, 2947 
seems like the Jazz have hit a sort of glass ceiling. I'm not sure how much better we can get with the budgetary, geographical, and other restrictions we face. I'd love to hear both of your thoughts. If you're the GM of the Jazz, what are you doing this offseason to make us a championship team? Moving on from Snyder? Trade Mitchell while his value is high before he leaves? What would you do? Oh, man. If you're the GM of the Jazz, what would you? Oh, jeez. Well, if, I, if I'm the GM of the Jazz, I wait to see what they do this year. If it is a, if it's a first-round exit, if it's a second-round exit, then, yeah, I think that the, the current structure... But that's what he's asking. He's like, what are you doing this offseason? Right. I'm, I would have to wait till the offseason to see... Because what if they make a run? Look, then the Quinn's Milwaukee Bucks were, were you know, half a shoe size, and not even that, of, uh, of Kevin Durant from firing Coach Boonholzer. And then he turns around and he wins the whole thing, and now he's like, oh, yeah, he's a great coach. But if he didn't hadn't made that and won those games in advance like he did, they got on a little bit of a run, and they come away with as NBA champions, we're okay with what's going on with Milwaukee. But he consistently would have a great regular season and then start to collapse in the postseason. But until he he went through... And made it happen. Our opinions of, of him have changed. That's why I I don't like having these discussions until we see what actually happens in the postseason. This team has said we learned from our mistakes last year that the regular season isn't as critical as being healthy for the postseason. Why did it take him a regular season to figure that out, though? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you remember the 73-9 and nine Warriors basketball team that ran roughshod through the regular season, got to the postseason, exhausted themselves through a seven-game series versus the Oklahoma City Thunder where they had to come back from three games to one, and then were up three games to one versus the Cleveland Cavaliers team who had pretty much cruised through their portion of the postseason, had a, some energy left, used it on an exhausted Warriors team who was just over-mild. I mean, just Use so much mileage on those guys' legs to get there that they lost the next three straight games and lost in historic finals. So, I mean, I, I think every NBA team should have looked at that and said, dude, going getting 73 wins doesn't matter. It's what you do in the postseason. Now, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think it matters where they get to, and I think the Western Conference Finals is my prediction. Is that good enough for Quinn to keep his job here? Or is that good enough for Quinn to get a very gracious offer, a high offer from San Antonio to be the next head coach of the Spurs if Pop does decide to call it quits? Does that Western Conference Finals appearance up the value of Rudy Gobert to be traded for high stock and value? Does that, what does it do to Donovan Mitchell's mind? Does he want to stick around some more? Or does he say, you know what? This is this is as good as it's gonna get. Don't don't know if we can get any better. Just as a team, Mike Conley's window's closing, and unless you can get a guy like Damian Lillard, and I think that is a realistic attraction. I mean, we're having a different conversation. So, yeah, I I think that um, especially with Donovan this season, and I don't know what's going on with him, but in the fourth quarter, his efficiency just has bottomed out. It just been on a spiral. Sure. So uh, I, I think we're we're becoming more and more clear that, that Donovan would be a better Robin to somebody else's Batman. 
And I don't know that he's enough to be the guy. But if he had, if there was another, you know, all-star top-level player, he would be a great compliment to him. I just don't know that he's been able to separate himself as a, a late closer, clutch player. He's a great player, but this season he has been—he's gone backwards in the fourth quarter, and that's when they need him the most to be efficient. So, to your question, two nine four seven. Yeah, I, I have some ideas. There's maybe some thoughts that we've floated here on the show, but I don't like to to get too deep on that just yet because. I want to see what they can do. And I think this team has taken the approach this year that as long as we're not in the play-in tournament, we know that the postseason, as long as we're in the postseason, that's where we're going to prove ourselves this year. So now we're here. Let's just see if that's really going to work. And if it's worth it what they did now to get here. Uh, if they If they have another early exit... Then yes, I think it's time to start making some major moves. A couple of the texts coming through five eight seven nine. I'll tell you how things play out. Jazz lose in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're confident they can get to the second round. Not everybody is confident in that. Nine four seven five. What do you think of the article in Bleacher Report about a trade with the Warriors? Gobert oh, for Wiseman and Wiggins. Okay. Bleacher Report needs to stop like getting clickbaits or doing drugs or both actually coming to think about it i and we talked about it in the first hour i do never ever in no way shape or form accept any kind of a trade that does not involve a f- all nba player first or second third team and or an nba all-star or a future all nba player if this trade does not involve for the warriors okay if it does not involve the likes of steph curry clay thompson or Jordan Poole, I want nothing to do with it. I don't care if they give me two first-round picks. I'm still not doing it. Wiseman and Wiggins don't attract me nothing. I get nothing out of that. Yeah, that's not nearly Zero. Enough. And if they're not going to trade away Poole, like as we've heard, that they're not going to trade away Jordan Poole, then you're just hanging up the phone every single time. I want Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, or Klay Thompson involved in this trade. And one of them is for sure not going at all whatsoever. You don't want Draymond Green in the deal. No. Draymond Green doesn't even want to be here. He hates it here. He hates the city. He hates the state. He hates the people. He hates the logo. He hates the colors. He hates the mascot. (laughs) And he hates the guy who he'd be traded for. Could you imagine a guy like Draymond Green who's been as loyal as he is to the Golden State Warriors for as great of a career as he's had with the Warriors, be traded for the guy he hates most on an NBA court. There is no one that Draymond Green despises more more than Rudy Gobert. And Rudy hasn't done a dang thing to him. Just looking at photos of Rudy Gobert, seeing him on TV, hearing his name, makes Draymond Green screech and scream. Yeah, Rudy Gobert's living rent-free in in, uh, his head, and I don't know why. It's really weird. Give me Clay Thompson... Jordan Poole or Steph Curry. Cough it up and we'll talk. Otherwise, hang up the phone and go get me Damian Lillard in Portland because that's a very realistic option for me. Damian Lillard coming to the Utah Jazz. I swear. Uh, Let's see. 1907 says uh, Warriors lost Durant and Thompson with Curry playing injured in that series. Yep. Also said, no Clay. Tired 
and not the same player from injury. You know, and that and that's a great point. And plus, you already have a Clay Thompson in Ola Bogdanovich, right? I mean, I we, right. Clay Thompson to the Jazz would like. How do you then? What do you do with Bogey? What do you do with Bogey? Yeah, he's going to bring Clay Thompson off the bench, and he can. Yeah, but so so you know, I did say Clay there. Thompson, and I get it. So maybe I ought to retract and just give me, okay, it's either Jordan Poole or Steph Curry. And one of them for sure is in no way, shape, or form going to get traded to the Jazz. And they're never trading to anybody, so forget that idea. Is Klay Thompson trade bait? Absolutely, and I think they'll use it as such. Because as 1907 really wisely put out, um, injury status right now in history, which hasn't been great. And he just is not the same player that he's been. And he, I mean, maybe a new area, a new system, a new team, a new city will bring a refreshing, you know, side of Clay Thompson to get back to being who Clay Thompson, the vintage Clay. But man, it's going to have to be a title contender too. I and I just don't see the Warriors doing that right now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, all right, so the NBA play-in tournament gets underway. Well, it's underway right now, actually. And so the games being played. First, or in the Eastern Conference, Nets and Cavaliers game being played in Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn has the early lead, 19 to 13, in this one. And then later tonight, it's the Clippers at the Timberwolves, and Minnesota has a three-point. Uh, uh, well, Minnesota is favored by three points, I should say, in that one tonight. Also, big news for the Utah Jazz. Luka Doncic underwent an MRI, and the Dallas Mavericks today saying uh, he has confirmed a, a calf strain, and they have no timetable for his return. It could be anywhere from you know, 7 to 14 days before he is able to come back. So it's likely that, that uh, Luka Doncic may not be available for the first couple of games in this series. Game one will be at 11 a.m. on Saturday, and you'll hear that here on the fan. And the Jazz opened as favorites, and they have moved. And uh, the the points are, are going up for the Jazz in that game one. They opened as like two-and-a-half-point favorites, and now it's up to four-and-a-half uh, with this news about Luka Doncic. All right, we're going to take a timeout here in the full-court press. Uh, when we come back, um, Aggie insider Ajay Salveson has some news about what the Utah State men's basketball roster could look like next year. There's a big question about who may be staying and who isn't. We know about some of the transfers that uh, have announced are coming, but what does that roster look like, and are they done? Is there more to be done for uh, to put this team together for next season? If you want to chime in and give your thoughts, always welcome those as well, 435 339 Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. 
This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Your friends at Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are moving to their new location at 2245 North, 400 East, North Logan this week. Appointments can still be made and the Providence office will be open. Doctors Benyon Blotter and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to welcoming you to the new office location on Monday, April 18th. Please be patient as Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat staff will be moving this week. The new location will be open Monday, April 18th. Appointments can still be made and the Providence office will be open. Go to CashValleyENT.com for details. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at AdvancedHeating-AC.com. Comfortable until you are advanced heating and air. This is the herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Uh, the tweet was, hey, I'm out for the season officially. See y'all in the fall. Uh, didn't really read the room. It's felt in the last year that LeBron got a lot more out of the city of Los Angeles than the city of Los Angeles has gotten out of LeBron. This franchise decided to give LeBron everything he wanted. Don't joke about it. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson and Aggie Insider, Ajay Salveson. Why do you phrase it like that? Trying to pump you up. <laughs> pump you up? Yeah. Come on. Get me all excited. I, I try to, uh, like, give you extra, like, titles and exciting things. Oh, okay. Extra titles. Make you stand out. But no. <laughs> I got. I, I, I guess I play the bully card because that's the only one I know how to play. I it's the only insider. one you'll accept. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Utah State basketball. Uh, we we had a chance to learn about Taylor Funk the other day. Yep. Uh, you wrote the article based on the interview that we did. Uh, it gave shed some light on the type of player he is coming to Utah State. Uh, we know that Mason Falslev changed his commitment to to the University of Utah. To Utah State instead, he's expected to be available uh, this upcoming fall. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we know those are two spots. There are a couple other spots that are still open, and we don't know if any other players are opting to stay or to leave. But you've been able to get a little additional information. Yeah, so, I mean, look, the, the roster always looks always looks interesting. You know, you, I think last year was a little bit different than this year in the fact that there was kids who wanted to leave um, just based on various reasons and such. Uh, and, and some of that was based on, to be very blunt with you, Eric, some of it was based on coaching. They just didn't like the staff. Um, and I think this year that was kind of the opposite. I, I think a lot of the kids have really enjoyed being around Coach Odom. I, and I know the kids have loved being around Coach Dixon, Coach Crawford, and this staff. I, they love them. Um, but again, you, you've brought in, you, you get two kids coming in, Taylor Funk, and of course, Cash Valley Local. Elite Mason Faltzliff. Um, I and so there was word that there was you know nobody leaving at the point in time. I've been told that there's a couple of kids. Um, I'll, I'll put it because I'm not allowed. To, I don't think I'm allowed to say names. So I'll just say this. Um, how would you say it, Eric? Non. They didn't play a lot of minutes last year. Um, these two kids. Non contributing. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Non contributing kids. Uh, are going to actually leave uh, the team. I don't know if they're going to the transfer portal. I don't know if they're going to be done with basketball. I have no idea. That's I have no clue. But I know there's two kids that are stepping away from the basketball team. Um, so then that opens up, you know, a couple roster spots. Obviously, Brandon Horvath's scholarship is still available to be uh, used, but they got it. They got a couple kids in the portal. So we know Brandon Horvath is is gone. Yes. Brock Miller has announced he's done. Yep. Justin Bean is going. To try to try his hand professionally, correct. So we know those three for sure. Yes. Uh, and then uh, R.J. Otherrock, it sounds like is coming back. Um, from what I've been told from my from the people I've talked to, R.J. Otherrock is going to come back and and give it another try. Um, which is actually pretty impressive to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, and so um, yeah, I don't know what I. Don't, so three for sure could be two more, as what you're saying. Two more, yeah. So you got I mean five. Two of those, so it's five total. Two of those have been filled. I would say five for sure. So two spots have been filled. Yes. A couple more spots still for the staff to work with. Yes, correct. And then again, the, like the, the 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 other thing to it is that the portal, like they're not done, right? The uh, the off season recruiting and transfer portal digging is not done yet. There's still, well, still a lot more to be found out. And every discussed. day, there's another player, exactly. some program that's saying exactly it's lengthy thing, thanking all these people, and then a, that being said, and he's going somewhere else. Yeah, and so you don't. I wouldn't. The roster's not set, so if if anyone is thinking that they're wrong, the roster is not set yet. There are still players to be looked at players to be wanted and I think they have I think and I believe the coaching staff has eyes on players as well uh in the portal and such I just it they're not done yet there is still movement that I think will be made and um we'll go from I, there. I think it's clear that Utah State needs some other low post presence I would agree the way the roster is today there, that's a that's a gaping hole I uh, now Doria step into that, or is Apala 
Well, they would need a lot of improvement and a lot of growth in the offseason. I'm not saying it's impossible, but they need to take some pretty big steps from where they are now and what this team needs. I would agree. And I don't know if they can make that much of a leap. That would be a real test of this team and this coaching staff's development ability. But um, outside of that, I, I think they need a, a, a good post-presence because Taylor Funk, he'll go fight for rebounds, we, we heard, but he's he's not going to be a guy who loves to live in the low it's post. It's not a Justin Bean. Yeah. It's a it's a Brandon Horvath, which I mean, Brandon Horvath is not the worst thing type of player. I right? it did benefit the Aggies in a lot of ways, but you're right. In the Mountain West Conference, you need a guy who's going to be willing to go body up and be physical and and not be afraid to get his hands dirty. Right. There's some really good big men. Yes, there is in this league. And if Maldonado comes back, that's another problem. By the way, you got to deal with it. David Roddy comes back. He's not for sure gone. If he decides to come back, that is another issue you got to deal with. Like. There's still a lot of physical presence in the Mount West Conference, and Boise State's not afraid to play that game as well. You're going to need to find ways to adjust to play in that kind of a, in, the, in this kind of a conference. And I, I truly do know this. I, I can tell you this, talking to those within the program, that they are looking for that. They are trying to find something that can match that physical presence around the league. Or, yeah, around the conference. Very interesting. So their, their work is not done. No. Still the roster is do. not set. The roster, I'll, I'll just say it that way. The roster is not set. Um, and there's still a lot of conversations to be had. So, all right, there you have it. Aggie uh, Insider AJ Salveson. <laughs> what do you? Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, it's Augie Insider. <laughs> Augie Salveson. Hey, two nine four seven text in. There's only a handful of players worth keeping from last year's team: Berstow, Ashworth, Shulga, maybe Ryland, and that's it. I thought Idle Rock was a senior. Anyway, we need a lot of new talent. Let's figure out how to break the NCAA rules and sign J.C. Carroll, Brady, <laughs> Jordan. They're both in the Valley and can still play. Yeah, one of them's going to be a Hall of Famer next Saturday. And we'll actually, we'll be speaking with J.C. Carroll next week as well. I, 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 Idle Rock, is a, uh, he had that COVID year. He had an extra year to use, so he was able yeah. to come back. So he does have more eligibility. I don't mind Idle Rock coming back, actually. I, I think that the way Ashworth, Barstow, and Shulga played... I think they've there are points in the in the season that they played ahead of Idle Rock, but I, I like having Idle Rock in the system. I don't know that he's a starter necessarily, but again, I'd love to see an off season with him to see how he grows and develops. Uh, but um, someone with that experience coming off the bench would be a huge asset. I'll take it. Yeah, at this point, I'll take the experience. They're going to need it because they don't have a lot. Of, I mean, they have Ryland, Ashworth. Barristow and Shulga. a decent amount of Actually, yeah, I take that back when I think about it. Maybe not in the low post, though. That's that's where this team needs it the most. All right, another quick timeout here in the full court press. Uh, when we come back, let's get into the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. Who stood out to us over this past week? Uh, if you've got a nomination, we'd love to hear that as well. 435-339-0321. Go Augies. <laughs> Go Augies. <laughs> but before we do that, Mountain West Motor is a great selection of trucks, We've got SUVs. They've got a great inventory that they're always updating. You can go see what's on their lot today, located at 615 North Main. Or if you know the weather's got you wanting to stay hunkered down and bundled up, you can check them out online, mwmotor.com. See what inventory they have today. So whether you're hauling your toys up to the mountains or hauling your trailer or just hauling your kids around, 
They've got a lot of really interesting options for you from trucks to SUVs. Go check it out, mwmotor.com, or stop by and see them in person, 615 North Main in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvolinus and Oil Change in Logan. Whatever you do, don't forget to change the oil in your car. My team at Valvoline Instant Oil Change will get you in and out quickly. Stay in your car and relax, all while your car is being serviced by trained professionals. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main and Logan, across from Angie's. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Service you can see. Experts you can trust. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Go in and update some of our bump music. No, I'm this is horrible. Some different tunes this is, that I'm not used to. Okay, uh, do we have a nickname for him? No. Um, we got to talk to him about this. We can't be listening to this garbage to get us back into a show. <laughs> this is Billy unacceptable. Joel. No, this is Little unacceptable. Music. Unacceptable, Eric. Do you know? Hey, by the way, do you want to know what people's most favorite episode was? Well, at least a lot of them. My dad's included. Was the one when we talked about our favorite like pump up music. Do you remember that day? Oh yeah, dude! And we went on for like an hour and five minutes. Just we haven't done a Friday Five Best. We got to do one again, man. Hey, maybe the Friday Five Best. I don't know if you could do Aggie Hall of Famers because it's such a long list. (laughs) What about Five Best uh, Jazz Playoff Series? Oh yes, please. That could be interesting. Please, can we do that Friday? That could be fun, dude. That would be good. So you guys oh, be thinking about that. Yeah. I want our audience to be thinking about that. Like, Absolutely. There was a series that stood out to you in uh, jazz history. Give me one that's a memorable one to you. Just outside the NBA Finals. No NBA Finals. Jazz, Golden State, Derek Fisher, 
was oh, in on a plane, got off the plane, came right out on the court, got right into the game, hit so a crucial three, turned the tide, Jazz won that series. Okay, will you help me? Because I was on a transmission during that time, and I was getting updates, but it was only once a week back in that day. And we were riding wagons to churches and whatnot and whatnot. Hand carts. Yeah, and writing letters and having a bird take it to our parents. Um, <laughs> Eric, that series, some people have told me they consider it one of the best series they've ever seen in jazz basketball. One of. Just because of the atmosphere, the Derek Fisher oh, situation. It was so fun. Dealing with his daughter, coming here. and then I, So is it true that he came in, dressed in a uniform, Got onto the court, said, Coach, I'm good, and went on the court. Is that true? Well, he sat down, and he wasn't on his butt for, like, less than 30 seconds. And Jerry Sloan saw that he came in, looks at him, because the Jazz were kind of shaky right there that stretch of time. And Jerry's like, I need some veteran help out here. Points to Derek Fisher. He gets back up, takes off his warm-ups, gets right in the game, and, like, within 30 seconds, or at least a minute, he hits a crucial three, and the crowd's just going bonkers. <laughs> like, this guy just barely walked onto the court, and he hits a three, and they were down, and it was huge. That's nuts. It was awesome. I'm so mad I missed that series, and that's the year that... Because they Gold- were talking trash to the Jazz. Yeah, well, I heard it was like Golden State Thug... Uh, like th- th- what do they call them? Thug Warriors or something like that? Because I, I think that... Isn't that same Golden State team the one that boat raced Dallas? Yeah, they beat Dallas. And, then and so they're feeling all kind of swollen, well, like, hey, yeah, man, we're going to do this thing. And then the Jazz kind of put them in their place. And Yeah, they had, like, Baron Davis, right? Stephen oh, Jackson. Oh, yeah, Baron Davis was talking a lot of trash. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing about a dunk or something like that. Yeah, he dunked on posterized um, Andre Karolinko, I believe. Oh. It, was a, it was a sweet dunk. It was awesome. Was that at Utah or was that at Golden State? I think it was in Utah. Was it? Oh, geez, so that must Um. You know, I was thinking about a few of them. Those, like, the Nuggets and the Jazz used to really go at it, right? Mid-90s and, like, 2009, right? They had, I mean, it was 2008, they had J.R. Smith, Carmelo, oh. Allen Iverson, Tyrone, or the Ty Lawson. They were loaded. The Bird, right? Oh, Tattoo man. Freak. Yeah. Um, that series was physical. There was that one, and there was a 95 series that I think the Jazz were up it was a best of five. Jazz were up 2-0, lost the next two, won game five. That series was memorable because the Jazz ended up going and playing Seattle and lost in seven. But, yeah, there's, yeah, that I'll take that. I'll take best five for that one. Absolutely. So you guys are thinking about that. I'd love to get your recommendations as we get closer to it on Friday. 2947 has a recommendation. I think it was a Clippers series. Not sure of the year. Just remember loving Joe Johnson taking over and beating teams by himself. 2017? That playoff series. ISO Joe. Yeah, that was amazing. So, I um, always says, also in general, I miss it. Darren Williams, Boozer, and Oker days. Oh, don't we all? Dude, I'm telling you, we never appreciate Boozer enough. He always gets the short end of the stick in appreciation, I feel like, Eric. Yeah, they had a nice... A ceremony way to recognize him the other night. Which that was cool. Was cool. Yeah, he did that. But it re- it reminded me that that was a guy who just was never felt authentic. He just always really seemed fake. Really, yeah. yeah. Boozer, huh? Yeah, great player, but he always just never seemed authentic. Well, what NBA player is authentic? Draymond Green, <laughs> Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I don't know if Rudy Gobert is authentic. I think he's fake. No, I think Rudy wears his emotions on his sleeve. I think he is. Who Dirk Nowitzki was pretty authentic. Dirk was really, you know, that's another one. Um, 
Yeah, the 2017 NBA playoffs first round, that was the last, like, all right, Clippers, if we can't get this crap done, everybody's going, like, we're dumping ship and everyone's getting off, right? Chris Paul, Jamal Crawford, Blake Griffin, J.J. Redick, Paul Pierce was, like, 75. He shouldn't even have been on the team, and he was anyways. Um, and do you remember, Eric, do you remember the two things that stood out to me? Gordon Hayward gets food poisoning at Zupa's eating a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember when I was working in Salt Lake, we weren't allowed to sit, talk about the restaurant at all. Like, they told us never to ever mention the name, not once. And then there was uh, – and then so he misses, like, game three, I think. Je- Rudy hurt his knee. Rudy hurt his in game one, 17 seconds in. Yeah, missed a couple of games. That's right. I forgot about that. Now, in game one, is the one where Joe Johnson hits the uh, ISO Joe winner, right? Yep. Game six, Jazz have a 3-2 lead. They lose to the Clippers. I don't think it was even close. And I remember talking to somebody and saying, do we have a shot in Game 7? They said, "They said no. They said, no way in hell do we beat the Clippers in Game 7 in L.A. And, we, and weren't we up by like 15 at one point? Like we were dumb trunking those guys in, in, in L.A. in Game 7. Yeah, then they came back. And yeah, they then, made a run at it. And Joe Johnson went to work again. Dude, Gordon Hayward was so good that day. Gordon Hay- Hayward was awesome. Yeah, he did. He had a in good that series game. once he got healthy. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> 4781. The guy who actually felt fake was Richard Jefferson. Oh, that bum literally sucked butt out of the, uh, on the Jazz. <laughs> Left and actually tried hard, just like Enos Cantor. Wait, Richard Jefferson was on the Jazz? Yeah. When was that? Yeah, for a season. No kidding? I don't remember this. Yeah, he, he, he bounced around quite a bit in the later end of his career. No wonder he sucks at being an analyst, too. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into our stat. It blew yes. our mind, our player of the week, shall we? Yeah. Time to see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game, your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it. There's a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. Let's go! All right, Ajay, who was your player of the week? So there's a there's a couple that I actually thought through, but what Austin Rivers did the other day, fifth rookie to score, Austin Reeves, not Rivers, I say Rivers, oh geez, Austin Reeves is the fifth rookie to record 30 points, 15 boards, 10 assists in a game, including regular season and playoffs. He's joining Blake Griffin, Luau, uh, I guess Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jerry West, and Oscar Robertson in doing the same. Wow. It's a pretty elite company. That's pretty darn good. Uh, give me him. Uh, I'm going to give it to Rudy Gobert, who finished the season as the first player in NBA history to average 15 points in a season on 70% shooting. It's a lot of dunks and everything just right at the rim. But uh, the first player in NBA history averaging 15 points on 70% shooting. <laughs> That's incredible. That's, that is... <laughs> That is impressive. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then about the stat. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow. That blew my mind. All right. I actually pulled two just in case you may have used one. Okay. So I'll have one and I'll have an honorable mention. If that's okay. Go ahead, Eric. All right. So this is the Clippers. Okay. They ended the regular season with a 50-point win. They beat up on the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
largest win in franchise history. But four teams this year won by at least 50 points. That's the most of any NBA season. Is that nuts? Did the Jazz get blown out by 50 at all this year? Uh, no. I don't think so. I know they had a, a really bad blowout. Um, but I don't think it was by 50. All right, you give yours, then I'll give my honorable mention. Oh, jeez. Okay, the Celtics end the season 51 and 31. It's the best record ever for a team that was under 500 halfway through the season. They were at 20 and 21 at the halfway point, Eric. No kidding. They surpassed the 2018 Utah Jazz and the 2002-03 Lakers both ended up 50 and 32. Wow. I didn't realize that. That's impressive. That's impressive. Equally impressive, but for the wrong reasons. The uh, Sacramento Kings, um, they didn't make the playoffs this year. But since the last time that they did, which was in 2006, there have been 16 NBA seasons that have happened. Their team has had and gone through 11 head coaches, and they have had zero winning seasons since the last time they made the playoffs. Sacramento Kings are the model of inefficiency in the NBA and of being really, really bad. (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, four teams won by 50-plus? That's nuts. Four teams this year won by by 50 50 or more points. points. Good heck. That's incredible. Hey, by the way, is our top five going to include non-NBA finals, right? Do we need to put... Okay. I think it should. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know what's crazy, though? Is as as, as great as those two NBA final appearances were, should have been more. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you lost in The following seven. year, everything was lined up for the Jazz to do yeah. it, but the lockout happened, and they had the shortened season. They're trying yeah. to get a bunch of games in, and the Jazz had a veteran lineup, and eventually it just caught up with them. Yeah. Spurs won it that year, too. I think they had Tim Duncan. That was the first year they had Tim Duncan. Coach Odom's uh, dad was uh, the coach of Tim Duncan at Wake Forest. Mm. Became the number one pick, and Spurs won a championship. Um, I was thinking also the well the 1996 Western Conference Finals when the Jazz played the Sonics. Probably should have won that series too. Couldn't finish it off. I mean that, and they, when they went to Game Seven in Seattle, it was over. Like there was just no shot in heck they were going to beat those guys. Um, and I think the one time I, th- I felt like they were going to lose and get blown out was the one in Portland. Like they just, I mean, there was no chance for them to actually go beat Portland. That team was so loaded. Drexler, um, Cliff Robinson, reporter. Yeah, dude, that was a just a massively overly talented team that Jazz had no shot beating. All right, we've got to take a timeout here in the Full Court Press before we give some final thoughts, but uh, be thinking about that. What are some of the best playoff series that the Utah Jazz have been involved in? We'll make that part of our Friday Five Best coming up a little bit later on this week. Uh, But before we step aside, we'll give you an update on what's going on with the NBA play-in tournament going on right now. 
Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. As soil temperatures start to warm up, you'll start to see weeds germinate in your lawn, first on the edges and then spread throughout your lawn. One of those weeds will be a dandelion that each have up to 200 seeds per flower and can travel up to 5 miles and live up to 7 years. Call us and we can help control your weed problems this spring. Call the lawn doctor for fertilizer, weed, and pest control. And if you're looking for a job this summer, join the lawn doctor team. Call 753-LAWN. Essie Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At match quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing. So you'll get Essie Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block. At the sign of the clock. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Confused about what Medicare benefits you're eligible for? Need help understanding your Medicare Advantage coverage? It can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let us help. Call 752-9493. We have the experience and knowledge to help you feel comfortable and get the most out of Medicare. There's never a cost to work with us. Let us be your advocate. Learn more at lssins.com or call 752-9493. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Another Felt Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at E. Franzen and Ajay Salveson at Ajay Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. See, this is this is some new bump music. It's oh, okay. Okay, yeah, this one this one's better. I heard the start of it. Hold on. Yeah, see, this is it's better good. than the Piano Man. Yeah, like, well, what, what the fetch was that, by the way? Hey, is the Piano Man a song or an artist? Uh, it's a song, but it's it's basically describing the artist. That's egocentric. Billy Joel, he's he's the he's the Piano Man. That's egocentric of him to do that. <laughs> hey, uh, Eric, uh, NBA play-in starts tonight. In fact, I think it's starting right now. Underway. Isn't it, yep. Uh, who do we got right now? We're uh, deep into the second quarter. And it's the uh, Nets running away from the Cavaliers. They have a 15-point no lead, 48-33, to 33, about three and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Hey, so uh, help me here. If the if the Cavs lose, they will lose. What Does the Cavaliers still get another shot to get into the playoffs, or are they done? The Cavaliers? Yeah, if they lose this game to the Nets, are they done? No. So this is seventh versus number seven seed versus number eight, eight seed. seed. So if the seven seed, or whichever team loses in these games tonight, whether it's the Cavaliers or the Nets in the East, Clippers or Timberwolves in the West, whomever loses st- still has a chance. So you have this game that's happening, and then you have the 9 versus 10 matchup. And whoever wins in that game advances to play the loser 
of the 7-8 matchup. Okay. So it's possible <laughs> it's possible that a 10 seed could win <laughs> two games and still qualify for the playoffs. If you're the Celtics, how ticked off are you right now? Is the Celtics out of the two seed, right? Or yes. Th- dude, you're watching this and you're like, that's that's who we got to play in the first round? Well, if the Nets win, then, uh, yeah, they would be the seventh seed. That, you're just shaking your head like, are, are you serious? Are, are, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no kidding, right? it's the right? same thing in the West. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's exactly right. If you're Memphis, you're like, wow, we got to face the Clippers. Clippers? <laughs> team that was super hot at the end of the NBA season. And if they get Kawhi back, oh, my gosh. 